Hello and welcome to Extraordinary with myself, Tobias Dahlberg. This podcast is about you and it's for you. It's about your journey from your ordinary to your extraordinary. I'm in a mission to help you dive inside yourself, to connect with your deepest truth, to face yourself, to find your best, highest self, to inspire and to empower you to follow your bliss, to develop the courage, the confidence, to expand your identity, your belief in what is possible for you. Okay, welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Podcast. My name is Tobias. Maybe you've heard that intro before, so I'm just going to interrupt myself here and uh, start getting right down to it. Today, I'm going to talk about one of the most ignored yet important concepts in business period, which is positioning. And um, I'm going to talk about something that I've been writing about in my, I don't know if I want to call it book, because I don't know, um, I started writing a booklet and a playbook, actually, and I wrote a playbook. And then I thought, I think this playbook wants to become a little bit bigger and more expanded. And so something that was first called the seven figure agency playbook now became something broader. We'll see what it turns out to be. But I've been writing a lot lately. And I just want to share one of the principles um, of this book slash booklet, which is so important and something that has really both excited me uh, in my career as a strategist, as a brand and business strategist, uh, but also frightened me as I've uh, seen so many organizations from the inside and, um, yeah, just being worried about how companies can succeed without being well-positioned. So that's why I think it's so... Um, it's, it's a concept that everybody pretty much knows what it means, but very few companies have the, the courage to position themselves in a way that they should. I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to give you some ideas for how you can do what I believe to do, and I call this principle, carve out your space and own it. And when I say carve out your space and own it, what I'm referring to is really two ideas within this idea, with this, with this principle. So carving out your space means that you have to define your space or you have to elbow yourself into a space. You have to, you have to know the space where you play. And if you don't, it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible, to be differentiated. Because if you're not differentiated, um, you don't really stand a chance. Because let's face it, maybe you've heard this before, the two generic strategies that exist in business as um, defined by Michael Porter from Harvard Business School, you could be the cheapest or you could be different, basically. There's technically a third one, focus, but it's kind of related to being the cheapest, being different, and you, if you listen to this, you're probably not the cheapest, so you got to go for differentiation. Now, differentiation and positioning, they're related concepts, right? We want people to think of us in a certain way so they can, you know, make a decision in our favor. We want to be seen not as one choice, one in a million, um, one in a few. Yeah, that's pretty okay. That's where, you know, we'll take it, most of us, right? But ideally... And this is really what I want you to go for, is to become um, seen as the only viable choice. It's the best place in business. You have the best chance of winning the best customers that pay the most money, that come back for you, become your fans, they promote you, give you referrals, all that good stuff. And so 
The question then is, how do you become the only choice? Well, it all starts with defining where you play. Because if you don't define where you play, um, you're going to play pretty much everywhere. And it's a really bad idea because if you're, if you're like, let me, let me give you an example from close to home. Let's say you're a branding agency um, and you play in the space of branding, then you don't have a positioning. That's not a positioning. It's an industry. And after the industry, you have markets, you have categories, you have uh, subcategories. And um, when you think about the greatest brands in the world, how they became that way, if you look at the history of brands that you admire, I'm pretty sure you're going to find one pattern, and that is they invented a subcategory and then they grew to dominate that so it became a, a category, a market, and then an industry. And that's just how the greatest brands have come, become what they are today. And so where does that leave you? Let's say you are running an agency or consulting firm or any other expert business. And by the way, these principles will apply to you, whatever you're doing. And you are thinking about, okay, well, what does that mean for me? Well, what it really means is um, you need to think about whether it's worth being one choice among a million or a hundred thousand or a thousand, whatever it is. Like granted, if you are in a specific geographic location and you're doing um, you know, visiting clients physically, maybe it's a language thing or whatever, good. You have some constraints, you're in a smaller market. But ask yourself, what are your chances of becoming the leader in your space? Because chances are they're slim to none. They're very difficult to become the leader within your space. And we all have to deal with this. Look, my stuff and what I do, I don't, I'm not owning it to the, the extent that I want to but I have a goal and I have a clear idea of what it is. And I think that's the starting point. So again, what I want you to do, what I implore you to do is ask yourself, what is the space in which we are playing? And then secondly, we'll talk about how can you own it? How can you show up as the leader to position yourself? This is the work of branding. Primarily, this is really what branding means, to position yourself through everything you do, not just communications, everything you do, to make sure that you show up as the leader in that space. You know, you might or might not have heard, uh, heard of something called the star principle, which comes from the Boston matrix. Sorry, I'm just geeking out here because I'm a total strategy geek. And um, it says basically that all the most successful companies that grow, um, they are growth companies within a growing category. And, uh, and you have to be number one, two, or three basically in that market. I'm not sure if I'm um, really defining the star principle in a great way right now, but you know what I mean? You have to be in a growth market and you have to be the leader in that growth market. Those are the two criteria. Now ask yourself, what is the space where you play? Is it narrow enough? And I, I can answer that for you. No, it's not. Because I talk to so many business owners and I rarely come across anyone that has carved out a space for themselves and owned it. So how do you do that? Well, um, let me just start by giving you a couple ideas. So I uh, came up with this little game I do in workshops with clients. I call it the Powers of Ten exercise. And it was inspired by this old documentary from, I think, 1977 or something by Charles and Ray Eames, um, where they 
they did this experiment where they are they have some cameras on the ground there's a, a couple on a picnic and then they they just kind of they um, elevate they zoom out all the way into space in, in like a powers of 10 so you always get a significantly wider perspective and then they come down and they go inside the body and it's it's wonderful you can look that up on youtube but i like the name because powers of 10 um there there's something about positioning that frightens people so much and that's the fact that people think that you have to zoom out and uh kind of look at the whole world as your market because there's so many people there that you, you feel safer but the opposite is true the, the exponential effect really comes from when you zoom down and you zoom in. Not, of course, we're not, you know, this is just a metaphor, so uh, you don't have to think of your, your the way you narrowed your, your focus just as geographical markets, obviously. But the way you do um, this exercise is that you start with um, the way you define yourself currently. And let's say somebody just defines themselves as like branding or we're a branding agency. Now you start to add attributes constraints, or I would call them frames, to that definition, one by one, and write down a new sentence, add something to it. We are a branding agency um, for Hispanic brands. Um, the next sentence could be, we're a branding agency for Hispanic brands who want to enter the U.S. markets. We're a branding agency for um, Hispanic FMCG brands who wants to connect with, who want to connect with young consumers in the U.S. market. You know what I, you know what I'm doing here? I'm adding some frames, which means that I'm narrowing down the space. It gets more narrow for every word that I'm adding. And now I can do that until I feel like, oh, this is way too small. And which, by the way, it's very hard to be too narrowly defined. And you can just test that, by the way, by asking yourself, how many clients do you really need per year? Is it 10, 20, 30, 40? Um, and ask yourself whether that actually, um, you know, you can find that many customers within the space that you define. The thing is, if you define yourself in a narrow way, it's going to be a lot easier for you to show up and own and lead within that space. That's why this is so important. And the more that you niche down, the higher your margins can become. Just imagine if your head is hurting and you're frightened, you're freaking out, you don't know what's going on. And now ask yourself, who are you the most likely to pay money for. Is it the gen generic doctor, the family doctor? Is it the neurologist? It's probably the neurologist, right? So if you are specialized, you can always charge a higher price, especially if, when there's urgent pain, uh, as in this case. But anyways, you get the picture. So um, yeah. So once that you have defined your space, now the next question really is, why should they choose you within that space? Who are you? What do you stand for? What's unique about you? What's relevant about you? So in positioning, there are basically two main questions. Like, what's the space? What's the context? Because positioning is always related, right? There is no position in a vacuum. If there is nothing to compare you with, there's, you don't really have a positioning. There's, it's impossible. And so you want to understand, okay, um, what's the space where we play? And why should our ideal customers, clients choose you, I mean, uh, us, I guess, uh, uh, within that space. And now to really do this well, you have to understand your customers better than anyone else and then provide, um, come up with a great positioning, brand, and offering. And so that, I, I don't want to go too theoretical with this, but I really want to go back to where we started here. So 
carve out your space and own it. And I talk about the first part of that is really about defining your space and then owning it means that you need to not only understand how you can become the leader, how you can become the best, the only viable choice. So first define that and then start to show up like the leader. And that is the challenge for most agency owners, consultants, pretty much anyone, to be honest, is to figure out what do you need to do and then do it in order for you to become the leader, the undisputed leader, thought leader, authority, trusted advisor, whatever it is for you in your space. But, you know, um, how should I say this? I see all these people spending so much time um, creating content, um, keeping themselves busy, but ignoring this idea of positioning. And it's one thing to be one of the millions of people right now who are posting about the fact that a brand is not a logo if you're in the branding space or design or something like that. Look, we've all heard it, and a lot of people are saying it. You need to find an original voice and show up and take ownership of your space. That is, um, that's what we need to do, especially if you're in the expert space. And so um, I hope that gives you some food for thought. Um, if nothing else, spend a little bit of time just asking yourself if you believe that your positioning is strong enough. Because the thing is, you can have a great offering, you can have great communication, you can have great sales, and you can have great systems. If your positioning is too broad or it sucks, people don't know who you are, what makes you different, it's always going to be a, an uphill battle for you. It's going to be so hard. So positioning is the most important concept in business, if you ask me. I mean, a strategy concept. Because at the end of the day, strategy is positioning. Strategy is about the choices that you make about how you define yourself and the choices you make about what you are not going to focus on. Because we all have limited resources. We can't be all things to all people. The broader we define ourselves, the more we water down our um, chance of becoming significant, relevant to our ideal clients. Imagine if you focused on fewer clients, but instead attracted better ones that had a similar type of problem that you could solve better than anyone else differently. What do you think that would do to your margins? They would shoot through the roof. Anyways, um, I think I'm going to end it here. I have a lot more in the chapter in the book. And uh, I hope I can uh, get a chance to get it in front of you. But for now, I would just ask myself, how can I position my company clearer? And that will change the game. If you are interested in getting help with positioning, uh, we provide different programs and services for helping you do that. Or if you'd like to be a certified brand consultant, we're also about to launch our second and last cohort of the year uh, here next month in September. If you'd like to be one of the people that uh, jump on the program, make sure you reach out to us, hello at thefutureacademy.com. We are going to take on about 15 people, and that's a pretty good-sized group. And so if you want to be one of them, make sure you reach out. I hope that you have a great rest of the week. Thanks so much for tuning in again, and I'll be back with more stuff 
here shortly. Take care. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope it gave you something to think about, some new ideas, some perspectives. And most importantly, I hope that it inspired you to take action. Because without action, we never get to our extraordinary. Nothing great happens by only thinking about it all day long. And so if you want help with taking action, whether that relates to your mindset, your identity, your beliefs, overcoming limiting beliefs, your personal mastery, or maybe you want to build your brand, your personal brand, your expert brand, or your company brand, Maybe you're tired of being a commodity and you want to stand out and stand for something and make it clear to people who you are and why they should choose you to command higher prices and dominate your industry, to be seen as not only one of the choices, but the choice, the best choice or the only choice. If that's you, reach out to us. And thirdly, if you want to get on the entrepreneurial journey of growth, scalability and freedom then also you should reach out to us. And the way to do that is to go to thefutureacademy.com forward slash meeting. We will get on a call with you. And no matter whether you end up working with us or not, I promise you, we are here to guide you forward. We will give you some good advice for moving forward in your business. There's no pressure to work with us, even though if we're a good fit mutually, we'd love to do that. But get on a call and we'll give you our best advice for you so that you could move forward and reach your goals and create the future that you want. Thanks so much again. And remember, live extraordinary.